Welcome back to another fucking episode <laughs> of fucking Suds and Cinema. Heavy metal. My name is fucking Kyle. I'm fucking Jacob. And I'm fucking Josh. Heavy metal. There you go. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, We're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode 138, and today we are reviewing Christmas Bloody Christmas. Oh, wait, only 138? I thought we were like 140. But no, we're not. Nope. We are one thirty-eight. But if I, I felt like for some reason it was like later than that. Anyway. Uh yeah, Christmas bloody Christmas, teased in the intro. Uh, how you guys doing? So, on TikTok. Oh yeah. I got a weird, very specific TikTok today. It was about a doctor who died. In Jackson. Oh, oh! So you found out on that? Yeah, on TikTok. Oh, okay. I found this out on TikTok. Interesting. And I was like, because it said, you know, I mean, his name is out there. It's Payan Bullock, and I'm like, and I saw the picture. First, I saw the picture. And I was like, wait, I I, I recognize familiar. that guy. And then the name, obviously, his name is not common. Payan no. Bullock. Like, I mean, what even nationality? I have is no that? idea. It didn't sound like he. He never really. I mean, he could still much. be named. And be born in America. Yeah, like he, but he never said that many words to me. He would call in his own scripts, though. But, I mean, they were never, like, anything bad. It's not legal or anything. Being but. bad's a lot of fun, <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> but literally saw this, and it said he had gone missing. How many and views did this have? Like, is like, this, like, a viral uh, thing? Yeah, hundred over 100,000 views. At the time, too. Yeah, and uh, in the comments, it said he was found in a lake. So then I look it up. Fox News is even fucking talking about like this is national news. Oh, whoa! That this doctor, he was went missing on the twenty second, which I saw him not that long ago in December. I've seen him, and he was found. His body was found. He was gone missing for like a week, and his body yesterday, I think it was, yeah, or at yesterday. least within the, yeah, last couple of days at least, was found under a frozen like lake, pond. Pond. It was a pond on his property or something. Yeah. Like so I found out, obviously, bartending. You hear all these things, so that's how I hear most of the things that go around down or around town. And she was like, "Yeah, there's. Did you hear about this doctor that like he left his dogs with the yeah, dog sitter? Yeah, he didn't even pick them up. And like the security footage just showed him like leaving his house. Yeah, walking that, on foot. Yeah, and um, he had left his car. He like drove in his car was yeah, in the driveway. He was on foot, yeah. But he walked. And, and then that was it. Th- then that's how I found out. And I looked it up and they had just updated it that he was found. Yeah. Like moments before. It was crazy. Like, because she's like, I don't think they f- found him yet. I was like, oh, he's probably dead. And then. Yeah. And like. He was. <laughs> he was a regular for like, I've known him for, I think, at least a year now. Like, I saw him every month and filled his prescriptions. And now he's found in a frozen lake dead. Yeah. That's a and crazy thing. <laughs> and the fact that it, what the hell caused it. And they haven't done that autopsy yet. But no. Like, what the fuck? Like, that, that is a very specific TikTok I received about my own patient. Targeted. Yeah. Because TikTok knows who it your patients are. It did its job, yeah. Well, they definitely... Yeah, send you things <laughs> based on location. Too, yeah, which, so. but like the fact that he happened to be my, like out of all the pharmacies in Jackson, yeah. <clears throat> there's a lot. It was one of mine. 
Yeah. He made national news. Um, this is not on that, but I, I start, I always think of like topics that I want to like talk about and then forget it and then forget. <laughs> so so now I, I have a notes. <laughs> yeah. I, do all that all the time. I have a note section. I'm always like, I should bring this up about the movie. And then you're actually reminding me of another thing we can talk about that also has nothing to do with my patient found <laughs> in a lake. Do you guys follow earth updates on Twitter? No. So this account is pretty crazy. <laughs> and it's, Twitter. I mean, I don't use it. It's Twitter. crazy to think about. So it's like, it's like Earth. an it's like um, patch notes for like Earth, <laughs> and yeah. some of these things it's like, you know, you don't, <laughs> you can't prove that it's not real. Obviously, it's like a handmade account, but it's like, what if these were actually changed this much, and you just didn't know it? It's like think of that. Like Earth is actually ran by like a firmware, and yeah. So it says like Earth update, lowering the percentage of seeing someone yawn by five percent, <laughs> deceased chance of temporary multi shot while pissing by ten percent, dad sneeze five percent louder per dad joke, increasing by five percent more for each dad joke, stacks up to five jokes, <laughs> and then minor bug fixes. <laughs> I think that's it's like pretty funny. It just uh, that's like the updates it does. Yeah, it's like I used to follow back in, when I used Twitter. There was a bear, and he would just be like, "I saw a flower today. I'm a bear." <laughs> just the, oh, be like dumb things like that. Uh, yeah, squirrel what was the squirrel <laughs> one. That was yeah. a good one. <laughs> I they were always dumb like that, but it was funny. But good I stuff. movie related though. Did you see Obama dropped his uh, top movies of the year? Uh, I did. Of I course, did not see that. And did what did you think of his list? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like. Was this on Twitter too? I'm assuming. No, I, I never know damn. if like his picks are like what he thinks is going to be like <laughs> go over well with like the Internet, you know, or like if these are like his actual favorites. Well, there was one on the list I saw that we all liked that I thought was kind of a random thing because I don't think it was that big of a movie uh, after Yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I was like, oh, that's a good pick. Good job. Decision to leave is on there, too. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's an easy one. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I, I like that. Yep. Huge. Tweet it. A lot of them are kind of. Yeah. Nope. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, of course. Uh, Top Gun. Of Top course. Gun, yeah. Tar. <laughs> I mean, Tar. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> Gotta watch Critically, it. yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So. Got a lot of catching up to do. Fablemans, of course. But. But after Yang, I saw that and that one just stood out to me because I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> That's a deep cut pick. And it was came out a while ago. Reviewed that a while ago. So, all right. Anything else that we need to cover? Nope. Any I other dead people you want to talk about? <laughs> nope. None yet. None yet. I'll let you know yeah. next week. <laughs> well, if they're a serial killer, maybe. Yeah, could be. Another after, body found after my patient. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, let's get into our beer here. Uh, this was your pick, right? Whose yes, beer was me. it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're telling Jacob to get the beer. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, beer. I didn't get the pick. The beer, I'm beer like, bitch. Uh. You're the new beer bitch, so. Yeah, you're the new beer bitch. Have we all been a beer bitch? I uh, no. I haven't been a beer bitch. You have yet, yet to be. I'm just, I'm just, like, if we're not going to pour this all over yourself, or? Uh, you're <laughs> going to spill when I fucking. I hope not. God explode. damn it. Want to crack it? Let's look at the can date on this. It should be. It's this year. I mean, 
It's a seasonal. A 10, 24, 22. So well, don't two months old. Tease them. They're probably edging. For the beer? I'm going to come. <laughs> what is it? So we have New Holland's Holiday Ale. And let me bring oh, it up. Snow. I'm like, why is it <laughs> dripping and there's snow on Oh, it? yeah. So Michigan, of course. Got our own. We have nature's for six months of the fucking year. <laughs> yep. Um, holiday ale by New Belgium. I'm bringing it up on. On tap. not New Belgium. Holland. New Holland. Yeah. I had the New Belgium in my hand, and then I saw these ones, and I switched. Because obviously Michigan. Um, so description reads: This winter ale is inspired by festive taste of eggnog and is brewed with milk Yum. sugar. And enough nutmeg to fill Santa's sleigh. Post fermentation, the beer is aged in bourbon barrels for over three months for added kick of bourbon, vanilla, and oak. Um, ABV is at nine percent, which I think on the oh yeah, it does say nine on the can too. Um, and then on this on the can itself, it says ale with milk, sugar, nutmeg, vanilla extract, cinnamon, and chai tea. Wow. Sounds delicious, but I also know that eggnog is very divisive. I do not like eggnog. Say, Kyle? I don't mind it, but I also like never buy it and like drink it, you know? I don't anymore, but when I was younger, I loved eggnog, but like it's never something I've ever bought on my own. Right, yeah. Yeah, you did used to drink it. I loved it. And McDonald's had their like eggnog shake. I used to look forward to that every year. I but forgot about I that. Lo- I actually like... There's like probably a reason why those aren't around anymore. Is it not around anymore? I don't think so. I don't ever go for shakes. Because, like, the, the this is a whole tangent, but anymore. every year anyway. they have the shamrock shake, you know, and every year I'm so excited for it, and then every time you have it, you're like, yeah, it's fine. It's, like, never as big as you build it up to be, but for some reason I was excited about it every year. Because we, we love seasonal things. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> love reasons to look forward to something... <laughs> Other than being miserable for Out there next potential dread. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I like eggnog, so I'm excited about this. Hopefully this one doesn't pour over. I kind of hope it does. I was ready. Did I miss anything? Nope. Uh, nope. I don't IBUs, think so. New Belgium Bur- or New Holland out of Holland, Michigan. I don't know if I... It says for Gezelig times, whatever that means. For guzzling. Gezelig? That's what it says. Gezelig? All right. Get ready. See, that's the new trick. It's is I'll watch you guys open yours first every time. <laughs> or you can maybe. Do I don't know if the actually the tapping the top does anything. Yeah, I heard it doesn't, but <laughs> maybe. Well, it's sealed. How I don't know how how would it? I don't think it does, but yum. Yeah, this is good. It reminds me of a pumpkin ale. <laughs> what? I don't know. It yeah. does. The cinnamon. I know what you're saying. But I guess chai tea does have ginger, pumpkin. Maybe I'm just thinking it kind of reminds me of your beer. Oh, chai times? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't taste like eggnog. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't remind me of eggnog. If I tasted this, I wouldn't think eggnog. But also, I can't remember the last time I actually had eggnog. I did this year. Good? No. (laughs) Did you put rum in it? Nope. I just wanted to try it by itself. You know, an adult's always had it with rum, and I've never had the experience. Actually, I lied. So we put rum chata in it. There is a cocktail (laughs) at Nightlight that has eggnog in it, and I took a straw full, try it. So it did have booze in it, and it's still no bueno. 
even probably less bueno than without booze. About to buy that for the next episode. Some eggnog Eggnog. rum. Just get fucked up. Well, if it was the bartender from Christmas Bloody Christmas, then of course it's (laughs) shit. We don't have much time left, right? Because eggnog is (laughs) past now. Eh, You could probably do it through New Year's. (laughs) You know, a lot of places won't make it because they aren't, because it's it's seasonal. seasonal. (laughs) We should try those. And Nagasaki. Nagasaki. <laughs> Should have had it this episode. One part Fuck. eggnog, one part sake. We can do it for our, our year, our third, our next year anniversary. I like this a lot, though, <laughs> actually. Well, how are we going to eat the eggnog? It's, you can still get it probably now. For the year, for the next year anniversary. Oh, like, no, yeah, like it'll be our yeah, I guess that is third year. <laughs> Soon, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, I always forget that's like January, the beginning of the year. Yeah. Because that's like when the end of the year lists are coming out and like we're worried about other things. Yeah. But not our not our birthday. But our birthday is still the first. Three that's years true. old. Three. So we could do Nagasaki's. Legal drinking age if you were a dog. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That is true. Okay. Yay. <laughs> what a useless Jake. fact. Jake. <laughs> I didn't get it at all at first, and then I'm like thinking about it, like, that's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, legal drinking age, is there more to like, that? What are you talking dog, about? If you were a dog. Oh. Uh, okay. Great. <laughs> Glad we got that one out of the way. <laughs> what a milestone. Okay. (laughs) Beer's pretty good. Uh, Crushability, extremely low. Low. (laughs) This is not that crushable. Well, yeah. But Jacob's going to be fucking. Jacob's going to get through this beer and just go on a tangent. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. I already had like one. Dinner yet, Jacob? (laughs) When I ate dinner, but I. Oh, uh, damn it. Session room? Yeah, I always forget the name of it. I've been there so many times, too. Yeah, session room I had. Mm-hmm. What'd you there, drink? Actually. I had uh, one was hard. It was it was a yuzu drink, but it was like sa- saka Silent yuzu. Night. I checked it in, and then the other one I don't remember the name of either. But it was a uh, IPA. Both S- were pretty good. Speaking of IPAs, did you guys see the Two Hearted release? The new Two Hearteds? N- no. So there's Two Hearted, Big Hearted, Hazy Hearted, and change of heart see i nope. i've always been kind of a fan i had a cold hearted again recently and those are so good mm-hmm. we featured that and black hearted black is also good but not as good as cold hearted i do have a 12 pack so you guys can take one if you want of uh, what one all of them oh it's a variety pack oh nice oh I the only one that you can it, get yeah. other than obviously two hearted's in it too but you can get two hearted and hazy hearted but the change Another of heart one. is an experimental ipa so they only use whatever this is going because they're all the, the same base it's too hard yeah but then it's just different hops so the same malt base but the big heart is imperial it's like nine percent so not quite double hearted but yeah yeah <coughs> delicious oh, cool okay anything else on holiday ale here oh no good pretty good did good. i say crushability two we didn't, yeah. like <laughs> we didn't say a number. Oh, yeah. We just said probably two. two uh, I'd say two and a half. I'm right there. Yeah, two and a half. I could drink another, but it'd be like, oof. There's a whole nother pint. <laughs> there is. 
1.5 for an average of two. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, a little more. He said two and a half, two, one. He said two and a half. Yeah, two he and said half. two, two and a half. Well, he said I'm right there well, with I you. Well, I changed it to two for him. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. Thanks. <laughs> it's on record. Makes the math better. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into this piece of shit? Calm down there. So what did you think about a guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into our featured review. We're talking Christmas, Bloody Christmas, uh, which is written and directed by Joe Bagos. Bagos. Or Begos. Bagos. Josh. I don't know. Prince. <laughs> okay. It's your boy. Bagos. <laughs> Jacob's boy. Uh, yeah, it stars. Jacob's the one that started us on the Joe. It is kind of true. The Joe train. Is he? Well, he, is, he hasn't VFW. watched all of his movies. I've He's, only seen VFW. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen. And he, this. this was his sixth one. I've only seen three of them. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> stars uh, Riley Dandy, Sam Delich, Jonah Ray, Dora Madison... A uh, few others. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me get to the. Oh yeah, here we go. Abraham Ben Ruby. That's the other guy. Uh, plot synopsis reads: It's Christmas Eve, and Tori just wants to get drunk and party, and something else. Ooh. But when a robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and begins a rampant killing spree through her small town, she's forced into a battle for survival. What did you guys think of Christmas, Bloody Christmas? I had I liked a it. pretty good time with it. I don't think it was good. It's definitely just, he seems like a director to me that is a lover of film, but is not going to be some kind of, he's not going to add to it, but he definitely is passionate about it. And that's what I get out of his movies. It's this is like a love letter to slasher movies. It follows all the tropes, and I think it's pretty fun. I think it there's a lot that it does wrong, but I think overall it's pretty enjoyable for what it is, and it has some nice music, which I think Joshua probably will talk about. And the the color scheme. Oh, I love. I mean, I love Jacob, how his come movies on. look. <laughs> like that goes out. Got, loves goes out saying VFW. They all look how they super look or si- how they're lit. Lit. And <laughs> I mean, I love the graininess of the Super Sixteen. I, yeah, it's film. on film. Yeah, you can tell it's film. And I looked up; it's Super Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Looks like it. All of us are. Yeah, and I just love the blown out neon like lighting. It just, I love it. I love how it looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. Yeah. The aesthetic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it is exactly what it, you th- I thought it'd be, um, and that's kind of, you know, in his third movie that I've seen, he has fun with what he does, and you can tell. And there's, what Jacob was saying, like a love letter to horror. You know, there's there's horror directors that tried to be in this realm, and then they end up throwing CG in it, or they end up, you know, like. They're just trying to do tr- more, but like they, they're not yeah, he's talented not re- enough to do more. He knows his limits. Yeah, he's not trying he to reinvent the it. wheel. He's just trying to almost say, like, give like an ode to the you know late seventies and through the eighties horror, and and I think that he does a really good job at it. Is it <laughs> is it going to blow anybody away with acting performances or <laughs> anything of that nature? No, but um, it's also I think they're all fine. Solid. Yeah, they're all. Short run times. Nothing stands out as bad. 
Nope. No, and some of the animatronics in this were actually really good, I thought. Um, it kind of reminiscent of like Terminator vibes. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Which, yeah. It's a horrific, it's a horror Terminator. Um, it's a Christmas Terminator. It's a, there you go. Christmas. Horror Terminator is redundant because Terminator is horror. Is it? The first, first one, one is. Oh. <laughs> I've never so seen it. I just know the first one is. <laughs> so Terminator 2, it's more like, no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, so a lot of fun. I Exactly what I expected I got out of it, and I can't really ask for more. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I will say that this movie is either trash or genius. Um <laughs> Because I wouldn't say that it's necessarily well. It, I guess it could be a love letter to those movies or and time periods and whatnot. I mean, obviously it is to somewhat to the eighties and things like that. Uh, but I I would say that it's either trying to go for a really shitty like sequel vibe, but like without being a without being sequel. having a prequel. Because if you remember, there's a moment where they're having an argument on what movies are yeah. better and she prefers all of sequels. like the worst sequels mm-hmm. like and it's all the terrible ones yeah, it's Alien Book of Covenant, Book, like, yeah like the Blair the sequel to Blair Witch like she hates or she loves all of like the worst versions and I sequels mean, of those movies I was gonna save what this that feels like. for like the more like detailed but I do feel like a lot of dialogue you could hate if you're not a film person because yeah. there's so many references yeah and some of them are drawn out just to have to, it, they're very indulgent yeah conversations oh, about it's film non-stop. it's almost and about non-stop. music and like about the heavy, first, metal. Like heavy metal <laughs> like the first 30 minutes are like non-stop dialogue yeah just non-stop like no breath yeah and i, I tend to think it's not that clever i lean more into the <laughs> trash category um but because trash uh, b movie sure not my cup of tea i like i think it needs to be like really over the top for it to be more fun and it is in some regards like i love spoiler alert i love you know killing of the children oh yeah <laughs> i did love that that's I'm great like, i hope they do it yeah yes. like, i hope he goes there and then he does <laughs> he fucking just shocks <laughs> the fucking body uh, you know, like splitting them in half with one swing of oh, an axe, yeah. you know, shit like Just that. Just everything, yeah. Yeah, there's like, there's there's definitely glimmers of that, but it doesn't go like that far into it and definitely is budgetary. Like the Santa is terrible. Like he's supposed to be a robot, but he's so obviously like an actor, like being. I talked about that so many times. I'm like, RoboCop did so much better yeah, at right. pretending to be a robot than this guy. It's like only <laughs> his legs like move kind of robotic. Everything else, his eyes, and everything. He would, he would like try to do like little twitches and stuff, but it just it just, was like, so, so obviously bad fake. Yeah. I'm like, that's a just a real guy. I'm like, they need to make him look more not like a real guy. Yeah, I was kind of expecting it to be like mostly of like the poster where like kind of like half of his face is robotic and then they're like, like a part where like it's something like the on his mouth thing? or lower his green by that? but yeah. then it's covered by his beard and i'm like what's the point of having that because you can't even really see it clearly i wasn't <laughs> sure what it was exactly well i think part of it like i think it's part of the machine is like showing or whatever but you but can't under see the beard. it because it's obscured yeah it's just a really bad placement and choice to put it there anyway j- wrapping up general thoughts like <clears throat> i think it could have been it could it could have played into that like what i was saying 
being like a really shitty like what's that movie that jumps like right into the third movie and it's like really bad and super over the top there's a movie that, that, it's, that like a bee, so it's like a B. It's like a B horror movie. I think it's one of the Thanksgiving ones. I would say I haven't seen. Or I've maybe they made, or they might have made one and then they skipped to like three or four or something. Because like I've that. only seen the first one. So. Okay, well I don't know. There's there's some movie that does that, and I haven't seen it, so I can't say it's better. But I get the feeling that that goes like super super over the top and into that, and I don't know. This feels like it wants to do that, and then there's parts that are like filmed like. I don't know, like it's trying to be serious, like the combination of like the sex scene and like the creeping, like oh, he's coming, like he could be like coming up at any second. There's like moments like that that are like too serious. And then there's, you know, splitting in half with the axe and stuff. I don't know. I didn't love it. I guess is what <laughs> my point is. I wish it would have gone further. And the, and the dialogue too. It's a lot. As teased super extra like i feel like sh- i feel like ha- that could not have been written that many times and most of it was like just uh improv, improv yeah and like that's just like what she went with yeah because i was like oh too there much. was so much be and the de- but i will say that the the delivery was very natural and that's why i felt like it was probably just like an ad lib but yeah, I could, I yeah, I feel I could like the delivery. It, I don't feel like the acting felt bad. It just, it was too much, and it definitely felt like you couldn't. If they wrote all that, that would have been an insane amount of dialogue <laughs> to memorize, because it was just nonstop. Well, yeah, I mean the movie's pretty short anyway. <laughs> yeah, but the first They're three actors minutes, too, that's their job. <laughs> though I did find a cool stat. It was like uh, the num, which I don't even like realize profanity that much but i did look up and there, it was something of an average of 5.6 prof like profanity per line or yeah. per minute or something oh you definitely feel it <laughs> it's 5.6 5.6 5. per, 5. per minute 487 <laughs> uses of profanity i kind of love that but <laughs> yeah but it's used in like such a dumb way. childish like, yeah. way yeah i but kind of funny <laughs> I was annoyed by it, but teach their own. I didn't even notice it, but I, I went, looked on IMDb just to see what people thought of this, and then that came up as one of their trivia things. Yeah. Yeah, like this This feels much lower budget than VFW, mm. and again, I don't know if some of this stuff is like intentional or not. Like the first, the first killing when like he comes to life or whatever and they're having sex in the toy store <laughs> and like, it's like that, like there was like pretty over the top. Cause like, <laughs> I don't know, just like the sounds that they were like oh, making yeah. in the background and stuff like was like, so just over the top and the first, yeah, exactly. And then yeah. she sees him the way the like <laughs> the cuts is just so like, yeah. Yeah. And like that like, kind of had me on board. And then I guess like it was pretty much the whole middle and, even the end, like I, I do like the ending, but it, it feels again, indulgent, just like a lot of the conversations do. And it could have ended like one kill before that, like went on like a little bit too long. I agree. <laughs> Pacing was an issue near the end. Yeah. 
I was just reading about <laughs> the movie because the, the, the... Did you forget about what happened? No, 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 no. I was reading... I was trying to look into if it was like anything to do with... Well, A, the budget first and then the um, the whole sequel angle. Oh, yeah. And I guess the script, he, well, he originally pitched the idea of a remake mm. of Silent Night, Deadly Night or whatever, the 84 movie. And then it got turned down because it was too much, too different from the original. So I don't know if that had to play oh. into why he. Yeah, I mean, he obviously had an I, probably like an idea that he wanted to do. He wanted that. like a Terminator esque mm-hmm. android killing machine thing. Is that Silent Night Deadly Night? I don't know what that movie's about. No, it's, I guess, uh, a kid sees uh, his dad, his father get killed by a guy that dresses Santa. Oh, okay. So I don't know. But I was that's what I was looking into. Yeah. No, but I I I mean, yeah, I guess you could fall into the was it I guess not campy or not campy, but um as you were saying, like not enough and I could see mm-hmm. that, but I also my viewing experience was I think I went into the mind space knowing this director, knowing what he kinda kinda does and so with this, like I said, it was exactly what I expected. Every bit of it was, I mean, he's, uh, all of his movies are raunchy and, and swear a lot. And that's just kind of his style. And I think that, you know, if you're going to do that, own into it and do it every movie and he's doing it. So I can't really fault him for, for anything. Cause I don't really, he has his, I have Eesh. expectations of him now. And when he hits those, it's. I, you know, their expectations for reasons. So, yeah, we've this is only our second movie, Jacob and I's, but I, I would say he definitely has a discernible style. And at least with this movie, I would never like fault someone for liking it because there is campiness to it. There's like, yeah, like a vibe to it that you can definitely get down with or whatever. He, it's not like he made this. He's like, this is going to be a masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He knows what he's making. Yeah. It's low it's budget. Obvious. It's trashy. And like, you could be really into that or just like, it's another love like, that it's a Christmas, you know, version of that. Yeah. It's like a grindhouse slasher <clears throat> movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, like it's probably something, I mean, I don't really have that many Christmas horror that I like to do. Like I do Halloween. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll watch this again next year. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, I did want to mention that I think in terms of his other movies, I looked this up for a reason. The cinematographer is different and it felt like some of the shots were a little more more kinetic than than his other yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot of handheld stuff. Honestly, I was going to say like I do like that they that he shoots it on, you know, the Super 16 or whatever. Like it gives it that because obviously he's going for this retro vibe and like mm-hmm. feel. So I do like that, but I hate I like I hated the cinematography in this and just like how it looked. Oh, I love like it. a lot of the shots. Yeah, I don't think I the like the way, lighting. Yeah, I like the <laughs> exactly. film, but like I don't. There's just yeah. a lot of things that I disliked. Also, there's some weird editing cuts and stuff too. That's that probably almost confusing. Was part of it too, yeah, <laughs> to follow along. I was actually very that brings up this point that I wanted to make. I was very confused when he was in the neighbor's house and they were in their house because i thought they were in the same house because yes. she said oh my like brother's here or whatever or like lives well, with me or, so, or my sister lives with me. something weird, about that and then you, i was like there's people there and i'm like oh is this they made it so confusing <laughs> that whole part and all and like because yeah it just and i get that it was 
probably supposed to be confusing to make you think that he's close to them. But then, like, also, she's like, be quiet. You might hear. I'm like, he's in the fucking another. <laughs> how, how thin are the walls? Like, yeah. well, you he's guys. Like, he's a, yeah, I guess they they're like whispering. Can. And he's across. <laughs> the, like, why would you think he can hear you? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, in that scenario, I'm sure people say dumb shit. That's like obvious, but they're just trying to do it. But um, I think that it did do good job at both because. I do like, you know, like the, the, um, it's been done a hundred times, but I always think of the Lord of the Rings thing when they're stabbing the pillows and you think mm-hmm. that they're stabbing them. Mm-hmm. But before that, she mentions how she hates the neighbor's lights. And then when he's walking up to the house, it's the exact same lights. So you knew it was a neighbor's house. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't catch that. So <laughs> I missed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's all the green and, Green and uh, red flashing lights, and she talks about how. Yeah, I do remember her saying that now. Yeah. Well, she probably said it's the fucking neighbor's lights, or I hate the fucking neighbor's yeah. lights. <laughs> Which is exactly how I'd say it. I hate the fucking <laughs> these neighbors, fucking, fucking neighbors. <laughs> they're goddamn lights. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. I don't have too much else to say. I'm trying to think of. I didn't take any notes. I guess we could talk about the very ending. It, the it, fight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just the final showdown. I, like I said, the animatronic, I thought that looked amazing. I did think that looked like, good. And it was even to the point where it looked good, period, but it also didn't look too good, which was how I think he was going for. He wanted the jittery, like, Terminator field. Robocop. Robocop. Well, yeah. Robocop was like a No, I mean, like guy. the like mech and stuff. The stop but, motion. Yeah. Yeah, but like Terminator, you know, it was always like moved pretty weird. And mm-hmm. this one, I think, obviously, and it kind of looked like like it in the eyes. The lasers. <laughs> yeah, the lasers. <laughs> yeah. But I, and I like how she killed him or well, initially stabbed him with a big oh, ass sword. I was like metal. Well, she there's rubber on the handle. Yeah, no, I just meant it. Look, no, I no, literally, I thought oh, it looked metal, like, metal. <laughs> like heavy metal. I'm like, it's because the sword Sorry. looks so metal. And it's, heavy metal. It's, exactly, and it's in this like robot. It just looked like a thing that and would be an album cover, yeah, like, like an sh- album cover yeah. of a metal. Like, it just looked like I'm like, that's metal. <laughs> yeah, but no, her like stabbing him with the, the electricity during the like water. She just pulls it off like, the fucking uh, wall. That seems like. <laughs> Yeah, I do think it went on a little too much, though. Like, her, that the final battle, it just kept yeah. going. I'm just like, oh, he's dead. But, of course, he's not dead this time. And then, yep, all right, Well, and it then is. it also goes back to she breaks her own, it breaks, like, some logic there because when uh, the cop has it down earlier, she's like, blow its fucking head off. <laughs> and then she has it, like, dead to rights at one point and then just, like, walks away. Yeah, yeah. she tases it. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck you. yeah. She ha- and like the shotgun was right there. Yeah, right? I'm like, why didn't you just well, she tase him? Had, she go grab the shotgun and just like shoot in. Yeah, the like face she literally once. is like when against her own. But you know, again, I just took it as like a, it's a trope. trope. Yeah. yeah, it's just you know, I get it. Making I get stupid it. decisions. <laughs> the one thing that I just remembered also that I didn't like or disliked is it's shot in a place or like. It feels like super empty, like the like the world. There's nobody else. There's like that. nobody there. I mean, it was ever. Concord. 
Placerville, California. Yes, which is why a toy store would get a military grade animation. I thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> it was they're like the they had to say that it's, like, it's an animatronic that sometimes will revert to its defense. <laughs> I'm like, why would a Santa Claus thing be different? <laughs> well, because they made it into Santa Claus. I know, but like, why? <laughs> I don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I just there's no reason. When for I heard it. that, I'm like, I love that. It's so fucking stupid. stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. I'm like, yeah, I'm all about that. It felt like a commercial that was be like in Stormtroopers. Yeah, turn that off. It's depressing. And Joe Bagos would say, I refuse your question. <laughs> the amount of whiskey they drank in this. Damn. Oh, I know. She's like, let's go get another bottle. Like, what do you mean? It's not, a, it's not that much when they're at the bar. Guys <laughs> pouring quarter ounce shots. Oh, ah, thank you for bringing that up. When she's like, I'll take a shot. And he's like, <laughs> like he's like a third of the glass. <laughs> he's like, you're going to chase whiskey with whiskey? And it's like, the shot yeah. was just <laughs> so much. No, he barely pours anything in. He's just like, I'm like, you've seen a shot before <laughs> yeah. like fill the whole c- maybe they were ass. using real whiskey they're like we gotta pay for that shit totally oh give bro them the pr- okay the production budget's gonna go over twenty dollars for a fifth hey you know they were they were pinching pennies at the end yeah. of it like, i guess so it's a shot glass so just fill no, the glass well they had the rocks glass or did he have, no no was it, shot it was shot glass with the glass oh yeah yeah, yeah. the glass was fine like the amount sure that make kind of made sense but like the shot glass he filled like not even halfway yeah yeah, he poured three drinks. It was the shot and the two rock yep, glasses, yep. and they were all like when he did much. when he did it for the sheriff. Though they were like they, he did better the next time. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just on. like when I I literally pointed that out too. I was well, just he like, also, that's not a shot. I know he's probably not a trained actor, but Joe, you should be like, uh, you know, you're playing a bartender. You should probably you know. Give at like least a two ounce pour over there. Overpouring is fine, right? <laughs> yeah, or yeah you're in a shitty small town bar. Yeah, like they overpour sometimes. <laughs> Don't even do an actor. Get an actual bartender. In there, there. You go. yeah, he'd be happy to do <laughs> like that. that All you have fine. to do is three words anyway. <laughs> <laughs> saw, and, and he's like, it's always funny when you see them pour from the grab the bottle and not mm-hmm. the neck because no bartender pour, pours from the bottom of the bottle. So <laughs> <Yeah>. he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought it like, came out a bunch. And he's like, I got four kids at home. And then the sheriff comes in. He's like, one All more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. And like the sheriff's attitude too. I just love I it. It's like, <laughs> Did he live in the basement? Of the bar, or the, was the bar upstairs? Because he like walked up. They all oh, walked downstairs. So the bar so must, must have been, been up upstairs. Top. Okay. Yeah. They didn't show that originally. Kind of weird, but I remember one time in maybe Chicago- it's a two level bar and only the <laughs> one, top floors open later. One time I was in Chicago and we were looking just for a bar nearby and it, one came up. We walked in. It was like an apartment. We we're like, okay. We walk <laughs> up and then we look through. They have like a, one of those circle windows and there was like some people. It looked like a barn. So I'm like, yeah, we're not going in there. <laughs> we just left. But it was exactly. Uh, I would have walked lit- my happy ass in there. It was literally so like, like an apartment. Yeah, it'd be a unique experience. Come on. That's what you're about, Jacob. We didn't go in. <laughs> it, depending on how many pops I had in me, I had 100%. We hadn't had any it, yet. So <laughs> we still had our wits about us. Wait, you were going to a bar for your first drink? This guy doesn't know pre-gaming. When it was, we were in Chicago. Yeah, you pre-game in Chicago. That's more we of the reason because the uh, liquor taxes are lower. <laughs> <laughs> the liquor taxes are lower, so it's a little bit cheaper. Well, we didn't that day. <laughs> Money bag. Can't imagine Evan not enjoying getting fucked up. <laughs> But then that was the night we also got into a game. Well, I got kicked out of the bar, but. Good job. 
I didn't do shit. Yeah, right. It was you with the sweater. <laughs> I'm just like, what did I do? They're like, you're leaving. I'm like, well, what did I do? Anyway, Damn. story for another day. <laughs> okay. Anything else to say on Christmas, bloody Christmas? No. I did want to mention it is my favorite of his films so far. Your favorite? That's not true. Of VFW is way better. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. I'll have to rewatch VFW though. Yeah, you do because you were wrong. And I didn't even like VFW that much. Yeah, you you were guys were wrong in <laughs> VFW. Oh, you, you liked it the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah by oh, far. Okay. Oh, okay. You okay, got, uh, okay. Back, uh, chill, chill. <laughs> you like Kyle? You liked it more than I did. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Weird. You, All right. You would like it so much more now. Oh, I, yeah, I like. think so too. Now you know him. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it's on a rewatch. It's it's right there. Interesting. Okay. Well, what are you going to rate Christmas, Bloody Christmas, out of five stars? I'm going to give it a two and a half. I'm giving it a 3.5. I'm going to go a heavy 1.5. Okay, let's get into some nano reviews. Do What do you guys have? So I have two short films. Ooh. Short films, yeah. This guy's logging, yeah, twenty-two short minute films. motherfucking movies. He's logging short films on Letterbox now. Well, I have this week of movie. I'm like, let's just see what they get have real. And I, th- right. I think you guys should check these ones out. But Jacob, do you know how many movies I have to watch? Before these are 2022, the so these are short films. They will not be making the top ten. They could. They will not. <laughs> the short ones could. Oh, you're talking. I'm thinking Oscars. <laughs> They won't make yours, but they can make mine. You don't know. Uh, if those go on your list, <laughs> yikes! I'm allowed to at least rate them on. I'm Letterboxd. actually embarrassed. For well, you. Jacob had a fucking TV special in his sure. top ten. You can one. do whatever you uh, want I with your letterbox, even though it's short films questionable, count. gross. Short films count. Do they not? They're, They're loggable. Re- They're on there. They're loggable. So are TV miniseries, but uh, uh, I'm just I saying it doesn't say TV. It's short movie. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Get into this piece of shit. First one I watched was called A Short Story. It was by B. Gan, a Chinese director from somewhere in China. (laughs) From China? (laughs) I forgot which city. But this one, I really would like somebody else to watch because it is... A feast for the eyes, like it's almost magic. I, there's a lot of reverse used in it for like effects, and it's obvious, but also it's still incredible. <laughs> like the planning that must have been involved to make this look good, but it is weird <laughs> to put lightly. It's about like a black cat. I feel like there is so much that it's that is there to like pull from but it is so abstract and it's so short and so much happens in that short amount of time that it's very difficult to completely understand what he's going this thing's for. 15 fucking minutes this yeah logging the shit it counts as a short film it is a short film <clears throat> he's done other things he's done actual films though uh, pull out that other one yeah the other can oh yeah but yeah, it's just about a black cat that's in a trench coat that's definitely like a child in a trench coat. <laughs> but I can't even explain it. It's just really weird. 
in a really good way. I feel like Kyle would enjoy this one. What's it called? A short story. A short story. It's on movie. It's 15 minutes. Like, come on. <laughs> it takes no time to watch. <coughs> I'll watch it on my way home. <laughs> These are perfect for toilet seat sittings. But it is or like it. really well I'm shot. I'm just going to start taking 15 minute shits and just watching a short movie every time. And you should. Bumping, juicing the numbers. It is like in really well shot. It reminds it looks me cool. of, and I guess he was highly influenced by uh, Tarkovsky. Mm. So he loved Stalker, which loves Stalker. And the influence is undeniable. It is very much his style of like Tarkovsky style. And that's so abstract, but so dark, almost like, like just dirty, grungy feeling. And this like weird, empty horror almost like feeling, but it's not what it's showing, but it's just like this dark, like oppressive feeling. But, and you're like trying to understand what's happening. And then these like really kind of amazing practical effects, I assume they are, because the budget for this must have been like $2. And <laughs> probably <laughs> this just came out the 21st. Yeah. And I, I really loved it actually, like uh, quite a bit. I've, I don't feel like I quite got it. I do think there's more there. Like the basic story is pretty easy to get. I'm not going to get it because i think you guys should watch it's 15 minutes i mean the synopsis kind of gives i feel like everything no i know i mean like by the time you read the the synopsis on letterboxd yeah that's like all of it like you kind of get the main story but there's just i do feel like there's a lot there it feels almost like a poem like you're watching like a poem it says um and letter or uh, imdb they call it a fairy tale yeah a fairy tale that follows relationship between man and cat. And it is a black cat, so, you know, I have a black cat. Oh. You do? There we go. That's kinda, why he loves it. Do you want to Do you want to bang out the <coughs> both of your short movies? Yeah, or? might as well, I guess. I So I gave this one a four. Uh, the next one was also kind of awesome. It was just called Nest. And this is another movie original, which uh, movie is kind of great. Their intro, I might want to mention that the intro that they have, like leading when you're watching the movie and it goes, it mm-hmm. brings up the, was pretty dope. <laughs> the thing I love, okay, we haven't talked about, just side check real quick. Yeah, movie was on decision to leave, so that's why we all have. Yeah, but if I had more time, like, and I was able to watch, because they curate a new movie daily, yeah. like, that would be cool and fun to do you know like i looked at like their top thousand list they have i'm like yeah i've never heard like any and they're of these all, are they all foreign no 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 No. okay i didn't know because i mean a lot of these are yeah but they had like foreign. a top of thousand list and like a lot of them i never heard of and i like looked at them on letterbox and they all have really high scores i'm like what the <laughs> fuck there's like i'm missing out on these movies and i've never even heard this app until decision to leave but yeah how much is it like a month but yeah so i I needed i wanted to get i only have a seven day free trial i'd kind of get much and as i can so here we are (laughs) watching some short films after work (laughs) two in a night (laughs) but yeah this one also just so interesting Mm -hmm. and it is beautiful yeah for sure two they had all of them at one point, but yeah. 
But anyway. it's entirely filmed by a static camera in one position for the entire 22 minutes or whatever. But it takes place over like months. It doesn't really necessarily say how long, but you could assume maybe like around a year. a year. Yeah. It says in the synopsis, stories of a, a siblings building a treehouse together over the course of a year. And then it's in uh, Iceland. Iceland. That looks like the language. Yeah. And it's beautiful to look at. And it's just like. Or sweet. But I think it's. It's Iceland. insanely nostalgic to watch. Like, especially Joshua. Like, we were mm-hmm. building our, like, forts, right? We called forts back in the woods and just kids working with, like, hammers and saws. I and used shit. to love banging nails in the yeah, trees. Like, we used to do that all so the time. Dumb. Like, like, doing things i mean like people a lot of times are so safe now they don't let allow kids to do these kind of things and like they're just building this it's because of the china virus <laughs> the china virus <laughs> <laughs> and like they're literally just you know building like a fort a treehouse they have help which we had help you know chris yeah for the one before that one was fucking dope that was because he knew what he was doing we were just kids building random shit through all this fort random things tarps to a fucking (laughs) tree but yeah like my god it just scratched this like itch of nostalgia that i didn't know that i needed you know and just watching that with these kids that were just literally just building this and kids being kids one falls and like i mean it looks like it, it. It makes it look like he's like dies, but obviously <laughs> this like it's not gonna show a kid dying, unless it's, it's Christmas, Christmas buddy Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, but this is real. Kids. You should give that a two on that alone. The kid dying. Yeah, I said heavy one point five. I should have pushed <laughs> it over. I'll think about it. But yeah, it's just like a nostalgia fueled run that's just fun, uh, beautiful to look at, and yeah, it just. I don't know. It, it It's one I could easily recommend to watch, too. Again, 22 minutes. like, And it's just so interesting. It's another one of these like interesting ones that this movie has that's just... I mean, that's the benefit of a short story. I mean, we mentioned it a lot where we're like, this movie would be really good as a short <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, so yeah. you have those limitations, so they tend to be very creative. And Christmas, bloody yeah. Christmas. But I don't make I also, it twenty minutes. Love yeah, <laughs> I just don't think like this, <laughs> this kind of thing would have worked anywhere else either. Like Iceland with its crazy weather and everything, and like Terrain. beautiful scenery, and just watching this telephone pole turn into this really awesome like treehouse. <laughs> Whoa, that's a good one. That yeah, it's just kind of a good time to watch it's very it scratches that nostalgia itch and especially you joshua i know you should watch this one it's just you'll just feel the feels if you can pronounce what how it is in in iceland i'll watch it tonight what the (laughs) hledwar done i like it (laughs) But I also gave this one a four. All right. Uh, and actually, one of the kids in it is an actor in other movies. He did uh, Godland. Oh, I want to see that. A White, White did Day. Actual? Yeah. Yeah. A White, White Day. Which yeah, also I did see. Travis watched that. So, like, he's an actor, but I think he's, like, one of the kids of the director in this. But mm. anyway. <coughs> okay, I have two. 
And me. Cool. Um, <laughs> watched on Christmas Eve, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. For some reason, Kyle, I thought you liked this more. I thought this was like your favorite Christmas movie. I don't really, I can't or think no of you. a Christmas movie that I love, honestly. Like, I can't think of a Christmas movie that I would give like more than four stars to. What would you give a four star to? Maybe the original Christmas story. A Christmas story. Mm. Anyway, don't know why I <laughs> thought that, but um, watching this, I mean, I don't think I just, I don't have the nostalgia for it because I we didn't really grow up watching it. So, like, it doesn't even get the benefit of that. Yeah. So, like, and I've probably seen it once, maybe. Mm. So, like, rewatching it, it, it does have its funny parts, but it's also just one of those late 80s, early 90s, like, everything goes wrong kind of thing. And it's, like, <laughs> slapstick humor, which is... Not your thing. Not my thing at yeah. all. But I mean, it is like the, the the iconic scenes where he goes, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, kiss my ass, <laughs> kiss his ass. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> like that. There's some one liners in there that are like legendary. So you kind of have to give it his props. But other than that, didn't love it. I mean, it is what it is. But mm. um, sometimes when those movies, when everything goes wrong, I just get bored of them. Because you're like, just eye rolling. Ninety five percent of Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I did end up watching like six Hallmark movie. Oh god. Because we Man. were like we were like cleaning the house, and like we just had them on, so they were just constantly playing. Because I'm sure why not? It felt like one movie though. Oh, they're because they're all, they're the, same. all the exact <laughs> exactly same. Exactly the same. <laughs> they're literally the exact same. But did um, you see that? Uh, I think Letterbox might have posted it, but somebody put a list. Of like all the Hallmark movies, uh, the posters of them, and they're all green and red, <laughs> and they're all white heterosexual couples on the posters. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and they all look the exact same. <laughs> I mean, everything <laughs> about them was, I mean, even the plot, like, and I just watched that Falling for Christmas. Yeah. And the whole um, amnesia. And then I there was another one that had almost the exact same story, like storyline and everything. But <laughs> I mean, you know, exp- they were just on the TV and it's... It's whatever, but um, anyway, going back to Christmas or National Lampoons, um, yeah, good, not great. It is a classic, but that's about as great as it can get for me. So I ended up giving it a three star. Yeah, I uh, I would at least say that's like a watchable one for me. Like I can like watch that and not like want to shoot myself. I did watch the Grinch too, and that's my favorite still. So. Oh yeah, okay. I should rewatch that sometime. All right, um, I'm going to go in chronological order, so I'll, I'll get to my Christmas movies after. Um, but I did get around to watching Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, directed by Alejandro Gonzalez Inaratu. And uh, this movie is, uh, talk about indulgent. <laughs> this movie is extremely indulgent. It loves itself. Um, yeah, I mean, Inner Two has kind of always been that way, but, um, like, I feel like it works in some movies like The Revenant and, uh, not so much in movies like this. And I personally don't really love Birdman either. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like semi-autobiographical. So the, the main character is, um, uh, he is Mexican, but he's living in LA. He's a documentary filmmaker in this. And, um... He is like in this struggle with himself uh, about his career and like the reception that he gets from his work. So 
there's a lot of stuff about um you know like self-image um art and artist and a lot of stuff like that super like dreamlike and there's a reason for that i won't spoil it but it's also feels very cheap by the end of it uh this movie is extremely long and you 100 percent feel that runtime oh my god uh, it's 240 yep it uh. is <laughs> probably one of the best looking movies though that i have seen this year uh i think it's i want to say darius kanji shot it, it is yeah so amazing cinematography uh, the there are some very questionable effects though, like there's a scene where he views himself as a child, and instead of getting like a kid actor to replace him and like just trust that the audience is going to understand that, they put like a child body and like CGI his head onto the kid body. Ugh. Super weird. There's like a baby. Uh, super weird. What's up with like anal cavities and just body cavities like? shot this this year there's not like a there's not like a pov shot like from uh you know blonde or, or cherry <laughs> but <laughs> there is a reverse birthing scene which is pretty awesome they reverse birthing yeah they shove a baby into the vagina <laughs> it's pretty awesome Whoa. well not the vagina but yeah <laughs> the asshole <laughs> <No>. anyway <laughs> yes uh the urethra <laughs> <laughs> uh it's okay so it's it's super hard to talk about, and if you watched it, you would understand why. It's like it's super existential, which I I liked some of that stuff, and there's a lot of stuff with like family. I don't know. I just feel like it tries to do too much, and there was one point in the movie where I, like I was like, oh my god, this like if it turns if it pivots to this, it's this could be amazing. There's because I was not on board, and then. There, there's a, a party scene where like his movie, his documentary is getting released and like all of the things that you saw so far leading up to that are like the documentary or like is what he made. So you're like, oh, were, were we kind of just watching like what he filmed and then now we're like in another part and it's not that unfortunately, but uh. <laughs> it, it would, it was like, I was like, oh, this could be awesome. And then and there's like another scene pivots to like real and then it n- no <laughs> by no, the I'm end saying of it you're saying that, oh. that what you would like like if we were we were just watching the documentary with the audience and then it like pivoted to real time is that what you're saying uh yeah or and then like tried to yeah basically that and then like kept it in that realm and tried to reconcile from that but like it doesn't do that it stays in like the dreamy like nature mm. and there's also a reason for that which like i said is cheap i think it's cheap by the end of the movie it's it's funny cuz i was just listening to uh matt's podcast and he was saying like what there's like a rule of like screenwriting that you learn in college and it's like they say never do this at the end i don't i, I don't want to say it to spoil it for you but he's like it's like basically screenwriting 101 like you don't do this at the end of the movie and they kind of do that and <laughs> yeah i didn't like it um Rules are meant to be broken. Yeah, but you need to do it better than this. Like even like even with that ending, I don't feel like it paid off. And there was another point where I was like, oh, if this if this is the ending of the movie, this would be amazing. And it's not the ending. (laughs) It (laughs) keeps going for another thirty minutes. So 
kind of frustrating to watch, super indulgent, but looks amazing. There are scenes that are amazing. There is a conversation that he has with, um, fuck, I'm going to look like an uneducated schmuck. Typical. Uh, who conquered Mexico? I'm just, like I'm the just main guy. Let you hold that. Cortez? Cortez. Yeah, he has a conversation. <laughs> I should have waited longer. He has a conversation with Cortez, like, I don't know, just like about this. There's like interesting things that they have to say about like when, when like someone from the outside or f- someone from America is like disrespecting Mexico, like he sticks up for it. He's like, you don't know anything about Mexico. Mexico is an amazing land. Because he had to fight hard. Yeah. But then like when a Mexican is like, oh, like Mexico this place sucks. Like, look at all the crime. Look at the disparity. Like, look at all this stuff that's around us. Or wait, no, <laughs> sorry, opposite. He says, he said, someone racist, from Mexico. Kyle. So, no, no, no. Someone from Mexico <laughs> says, oh, I love Mexico. This place right. is great. He says, are you kidding? Look around you. Like, it's crap. Right. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so there's like some interesting things about like, like I said, like his identity yeah. as like, um, like a Mexican and an immigrant, like he's living in America now and, yeah, there's there's glimpses of greatness in here, but it's lost in a super bloated sea of like mediocrity, <laughs> indulgent movie that just yeah should have been trimmed up and made into a I don't want to say like a standard narrative because like I like that it's like I said if it would have went the route of showing these like weird dreamlike scenes and then pivoting and it's like oh all that stuff was like in my those were like things that I shot for my film and then it goes from there I don't know it's super hard to talk about if you watch it you'll know what I'm saying (laughs) I'm not going to recommend you watch it but I think if you knew a lot about the history and the culture it might also help you appreciate it too anyway I gave it a three (laughs) does any of that make sense yeah great (laughs) Uh, do you have anything else Jacob I don't Josh, did you, what was your other? I watched Decision to Leave. Oh, oh, huge. I do want to know what you thought about that. I loved it. And Thank I you. think it's his second best film. Ooh. After Old Boy? Old Boy. Old Boy? Yeah. Wow. You guys were way higher on Handmaiden than I was. And I think that this is more in my But you also house. liked his other ones. Yeah, I, did, I didn't like I mean, you like all any of them. Yeah. yeah, okay. I mean, they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Old Boy, I think. I think the other highest I had old boy like a five and then I think the other ones were like three and a half and lower. Yeah. Or his worst literally his worst movies are his English movie. Like Stoker, Stoker. is like his I didn't worst see movie. yeah, I didn't see Stoker. Yeah. Um which is difficult. It's understandable. It's hard to direct. Yeah. Yeah. Um I yeah, like I said, I love Decision to Leave. Um it's definitely in my wheelhouse. I, I love really, that you loved it. I do too. I didn't really um like I, I tried not to listen when you guys were talking about it. Like I tried scrolling on my phone because I didn't want to like get any perceived like bias bias. But I did me- hear Kyle say that his viewing experience or his rating was based on his viewing experience. Mm-hmm. And this and I think it kind of goes with Park Chan Wook in general. And I saw somebody post about this in a review that he doesn't really care if you're you get lost at all like he's gonna make the movie that he wants and he's gonna inter intertwine all of these different stories like there was like three stories going on all three scenes going all at once in this movie like 
it was like an episode of CSI, <laughs> but um, they were obviously more intricate. But the the thing that I love about him is he doesn't care and um, he gets away with it. And then they were um, another guy kind of did the parallel between Park Chan Wook and Bong and how Bong Joon Ho is like more of like West loves him because his his stories are a little bit more simple but are layered in their simplicity and Park Chan-wook doesn't care about that he's going to make the movie that he wants to to make mm. and I think that that's one of the reasons why I love Nolan so much is he does I guess what Bong Joon-ho does and does what Park Chan-wook does like with Tenet he didn't care if anyone know what he was want he wanted to make Tenet and he made Tenet and he didn't care if you knew what was happening and that's why I kind of feel like this movie and it's one for them, one for me. Yeah, but Park Chan Wook doesn't do well. No, it's just like none, for you, none for you, yeah, all, for, all me. for me. <laughs> if you like it, cool. If you don't, fuck you. And some of, and I don't, I, I don't think that his approach is pretentious either. Like, I don't think it's like, uh, like an actual fuck you. It's just like, sorry, you can keep up. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not an actual fuck you. It's <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, it's more it's like more a like Canadian. Like, fuck I'm sorry you. you didn't get it. Yeah, like a Canadian <laughs> fuck you. Like. Uh, that's just you just weren't some people here. just don't <laughs> you, you just couldn't keep up it's okay it's okay and that's kind of i think his approach in this and um I'm, i love noirs i've said it plenty of times and this one doesn't disappoint and the ending is incredible yes. <laughs> like you guys said and so good and yeah i do think on a rewatch, I think you both are going to come up on it. Oh, yeah. I already know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I already knew that. Yeah. Because I had the benefit of Chris was working. I had nothing to do today. So I, <clears throat> I threw my phone over to the other side of the couch and gave yourself didn't over to touch park. it. Yep. I gave myself and I parked in for park. I, I spread my <laughs> cheeks and said, he, park, <laughs> park it in here. I was park like, it in here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, park chan, fuck. Um, and it was, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, I even think personally I could go up. I don't know a full, I don't think it can reach the highest status, but I think that it could still move up. Get that actually. Like you could heart. give it a five, but out of out of your hundred system, it's not going to be a hundred. Yeah, you no. have a different <laughs> system. So, yeah, it could be like a 96. No, no, no. no that would, I don't think it could reach that like five star status. Oh, okay. oh, but you said it could go up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like light where I'm at right now. Oh, okay. And I think sure. it could go up to heavy <coughs> and really solidify it. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, where yeah. I'm at. But, um, yeah, I just, all the parallels that were drawn, I thought I never had a real issue following it. Uh, you kind of do, and that's just, just the language barrier. You kind of do initially kind of get caught up in, in names and because they're not like, John and Mike and yeah, they're all foreign yeah. names. So you're like, yeah. okay, whose song? Who's and the, and the one like he doesn't do the thing like in Handmaiden where it's these subtitles are different colored because they're speaking different languages. Yeah. Like the one girl just says like straight up, I'm bad at um, which Korean, uh, Korean insufficient. Yeah. Which yeah. she is Chinese. She is so yeah. yeah, she is Chinese and she is married to a Korean director. Not oh, like China. the actresses. Yeah. Okay. She's actually married to a Korean director, a different director, which I actually haven't heard of him, seen any of these movies. But yeah, she is Chinese and she lives in Korea and she's married to a Korean man. But so she, 
So that's it's like why it was literally written for her because <laughs> like she actually can like, I mean, she she's, can relate. Be, she's Chinese. She yeah. is Chinese. Mm-hmm. So she does have probably does have some trouble with Korean in certain areas. Yeah, it's probably not her first language. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's literally from China. <laughs> yeah, and I love the the interactions. You know the like I loved how obviously it was current time, but you could only really tell that via. I mean, there was some there was a lot of tech things, but like it didn't necessarily yeah, feel like it sat the, in in this I mean, era. Steps. I also love how she just like. Early on, she's like, yeah, you know, I did, <laughs> you know, like I did she, what it, you oh. know, like she's just kind of obvious. Like she's like, I just am doing this to become a vi- person that you are. A sus- I'm a suspect for you again. Like she kind of makes it obvious that she oh, wants end? to be in that space. And oh, I, yeah. it's just like it's so refreshing. It's so yeah, she, it, she it's, says, I want to be one of your. Yeah, unresolved it's like cases. so unique. And she's like not being like cryptic at the same she's like yeah like i just want to be yeah because the plot isn't a who done it it's like you know she probably did it yeah it's (laughs) like like more of like a love story it's more of like a it's more of like a a A twisted love story yeah a love story but like the all the detective stuff is like trying to like I don't know, almost like it's testing him, this perfect guy. And it uses yeah. the metaphor of the sea and the mountain, mountain, which is like a big thing, even in Chinese culture, which I think she's the one who said it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because like my well, girlfriend from. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it's the Art of War. Yeah. Yeah. Sun Tzu. So, Sun, Tzu. Sun Tzu. Yeah. So, yeah, it's literally like a topic. And that's so obvious in this. And yeah, I just. Oh, that's yeah, so Park good. Wook. I I mean I, in th- I don't think I've seen enough of. He's, a, you get he's the like older, but he's like still doing these kind of things, you know. Uh, yeah, he's probably what in his fifties, sixties. I have no idea how old he is. I could not tell you. Um, yeah, but he's he's probably one of my favorite. Um, foreign. He was born in '63. Foreign directors, so he's fifty-nine. He's almost sixty. He'll be turning sixty. Yeah, fifty-nine. Yep. So, Still um, the yeah, game. I think he's probably my favorite, like, foreign director. I I, I, I haven't seen a, enough of, like, complete sets or, or multiple movies of a lot of other things. As the bu- soon as the end of the year is over, you know what we need to watch. What's that? His horror movie. Park Chan Wooks? Yeah. What is it? Thirst. Oh, yeah. I have seen Thirst, but. It's a banger? Did you review it? I watched it so long. No, it was way long time ago. I don't remember anything about it, but I have seen it. (laughs) Maybe when I watch it, I'll remember it. Cool, you've seen it, but yeah, you can't remember. I can't remember anything about it, but I have seen it. Might as well watch watch it. The only one I think I haven't seen is Stoker. Oh, I have Stoker. You can borrow it. It's mid. I think that's the only one I haven't seen. seen, I have definitely seen Thirst, though. All right. Well, Uh, yeah, but... um, yeah, decisionally was awesome, and I'll make you do the uh, the Bong Joon Ho premium soon. So I mean, I've seen well, I guess three movies of his. Who? Bong Joon Ho. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about. I no, like, I've we seen did six three alone now. for. Press. We did four. <laughs> yeah. I think I seen. We five did the oh, yeah, we did, yeah, we did four. premium. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah. Loved it. Um, I gave it a 4.5. Huge. Love that. 
Gotta rewatch that. If I rewatch, I have a lot of movies to watch, but if I rewatch one movie, it would be Decision Leave. If I rewatch two movies, it would be Decision Leave and Men. You can buy Decision Leave now. Can you? 4K? Yeah. I want it on physical, though, if I'm going to buy it. Anyway. Can you buy it? Oh, you can't buy it physical. Yeah. Probably not. No, probably not. not. Or um, if you want to, re- if you want to rewatch it within the next seven days, <laughs> I have my movie still. <laughs> I, I, I just started. I, I gotta. I have to cross off everything else first before I do that. So we'll see. We'll see how the, we'll see how the, the cram jam goes. Okay, I have uh, two more. I'll blow through them really quickly because they both suck. Uh, <laughs> two Christmas movies. I watched Eight Bit Christmas. This came out last year. Mm. Um, about a kid in the eighties, late eighties, who wants to get his own Nintendo system. Uh, yeah, just pretty bad, very oh. unfunny, terrible children, uh, child actors. Um, I, I mean, I really, honestly, I can't remember too much about it already. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a basic, it's, it's more for kids, obviously. I think it's PG, um, but it, it does kind of stand alone it doesn't i feel like it doesn't rely on too many other movies Michael to fall Dallas. back on why do i know that name did he do that before i looked did he do the mutant movie no who's who did that one the teen mutants or whatever or what do um, we watch the new the new mutants new, mu- new coffee mutants. and cream he did coffee oh, and cream yeah <laughs> wait michael Dowsett? yeah oh i was gonna say i know we talked about a movie and that we he reviewed did in Oh, well, that's why, yeah. Take Maybe me home tonight. So what if? Foo bar. <sighs> not good. Not good. Okay. Uh yeah, Ape Christmas. Don't want to say about it. Uh it's barely in my memory anymore. Just the new mutants. That was Josh Boone. Josh Boone. <laughs> well, you said that some I don't know whatever you said had me thinking that. Um Okay, the, the movie that I have a lot more to say about is A Christmas Story Christmas, oh, yeah. which just came out this year. And this is actually getting a decent amount of love, and I have no idea why. Um, it's the sequel to... So it's the, I guess, the true sequel to A Christmas Story. Um, has the original... Uh, Ralphie, a, a lot of the original cast, actually... Uh, Ralphie, Flick, Schwartz, um, some other people. Randy is the same guy. Anyway. The bully. Yep, the Scoot. bully, Scott Farkas. Or Scott, I mean. So, yeah, this is like the true sequel, and I just feel like this was like so... <laughs> it was so reliant on like what they just tried to remake A Christmas Story, right? Which I get it. It's a legacy sequel. That's what they're going to do. They're going to aim for that. But like none of the nostalgia really worked. Uh, All of the comedy was so cringeworthy. The kids were absolutely terrible. Like the worst part about this movie is his kids. Um, (laughs) Just like so many questionable decisions. I don't know what like what was going on in. I guess the writer's head, I, like the director is but did you not see good either. Who, you see Ralphie was a screen story. He has a credit. So Peter Billingsley helped write it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's fine, whatever. But uh, like 
yeah, I don't I don't get where like the love for this is coming from because it's it is new and like what it's tr- like going for and trying to do, I guess. But they like have these scenes that are like made to, you know, get some nostalgia out of like your love for the for a Christmas story. So there's like a scene with, you know, the Santa and on the, the slide, like the slide in the Santa, uh, the Bumpus's dogs, like all of this crap, like they the go car. to Chinese. No Chinese. I think that's too. That was too canceled. Now. Yeah, canceled. If you made, did that now, uh, like the car breaking down all the time or whatever, and then like he has to he cracks an Fudge. egg in the radiator. <laughs> like that stuff feels like more authentic, and like nothing in this movie feels authentic. Like even though I obviously that movie was made in the eighties, set in the fifties or something like that, so. I guess I couldn't say 100% myself if that's true or not, but... 40s. Set in the 40s, okay. But, like, all of that stuff just feels more authentic and feels more natural than, like, anything in this movie. Like, it's just... I don't know. It, it feels like a cash grab, like a sequel, where nothing is funny, everything is cringy, I don't get the love for it. Even, like... And I'm not saying love like people are loving this, giving it five stars. Even three stars is way too high for this movie. This is a one-star movie. I think I chuckled once. I hated it. <laughs> I hated watching it. And I would not recommend it to anybody. Brad, if you listen to the show, Kyle's shitting on you right now. I'm calling you out. Yeah, I got to know. 3.5. That is embarrassing. The average is three. <laughs> Uh, that is embarrassing for Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm actually embarrassed for you. <laughs> yeah. Not not good. Okay. That's it for my Christmas movie wrap up here. You guys have anything else? Is that it? That was That's it. That's it. All right. Well, uh, sounds like next week is going to be Fablemans and Aftersun. And potentially more. We are cram jamming for the end of the year, which is coming up rapidly. I don't know if we have a uh, date scheduled for that. Probably late January, I would say, for a top ten. Yeah, especially trying to squeeze in all these movies, it's probably yeah. going to be it. I mean, all the movies, and then one weekend we have, like, your party and shit. Yep. Travis is going to be here from yeah. Seattle. we got lots of shit going on. I mean, we'll probably record with him, but um, it'll probably just be a regular short right. episode. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, we're not going to do that. So, yeah, we, we still, have, and we still we the, have some time. And we're recording the premium. Yeah, no. <laughs> Are we, yeah, if we're doing that, that's, then that's that's, the that's, 16, yeah, that's the, a lot of movies right there to watch. Five, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> January is going to be. <laughs> we're going to start the fucking year with 30, 30 movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Okay, uh, let's shut this shit down. Something you say, Jacob? No, no we're, we're gonna binge. Oh, we're, we're gonna, gonna binge watch. We're watching they're they're mostly all on HBO Max. Uh, yeah, yeah nice. we're watching them all in a day. Okay. Only one isn't a on. Day? It. Yeah, we're gonna do it Psycho. in like two weeks from today. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut it down. All right. If you want to send us a question or a comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. 
I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm fucking on both of those as <laughs> Josh underscore Saldana. You're fucking on them? I'm fucking on them. All right. Thanks for listening. Fucking cheers, guys. Uh-huh.